Who do you think you are? Do you worry that you're about to get found out? Do you feel like you're always putting on an act or pretending to be something bigger than you feel inside? You are going to love this episode all about that sneaky mindset gremlin of imposter syndrome, how it is harming your business and how to kick it to the curb. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. It is so lovely to have you here and I'm really excited for this episode. So thank you so much for tuning in and for subscribing and for all the fantastic comments I've had in the last week. I have had some lovely feedback about the name change saying that it really speaks to you in terms of what you're trying to achieve, that movement away from all those mindset gremlins and all that self-sabotage which has been holding you back and into that zone where you can feel completely successful, completely empowered and absolutely like you are the most amazing purpose-led leader of your fantastic business. For any of you that are listening for the first time, Welcome. I'm really glad to have you here. My name is Lucy Orton and I am a certified positive psychology coach, a success and transformation coach and an expert who is passionate about removing self-sabotage and mindset blocks from amazing female entrepreneurs because more than ever we need your work and your words and your wisdom in the world right now. So today's episode is about one of the most fundamental self-saboteurs, one of the number one complaints I hear from my clients that we work on together in our sessions and that I just read about, talk about with my listeners and see in my friends, my colleagues and my family members. And today I'm going to be talking about imposter syndrome, which really is the most pervasive and annoying of the saboteurs. It really does wind me up. It winds me up on behalf of those people who struggle with it each and every day. So I really am passionate about pushing past this particular saboteur, placing it firmly in your past and getting you to a state where you more than believe in your own talents and say goodbye to any feeling that you shouldn't be where you are because you absolutely should. You own the space you're in and you should own your awesome as we talked about in last week's episode about celebrating your wins. Now, I have been getting requests to do an episode all about imposter syndrome for a little while, and I've been really, really wanting to do it. And this week, I had just the push that I needed to get this episode out there because I realized it's absolutely crucial, especially right now, because When we have so much more to contend with, as we do at the moment, when we are in the midst of extra challenges in our personal lives, in our business lives and in the world, you know, when we're at this point where so much is going on, we really can find that at that exact moment, the mindset part becomes harder. And something like imposter syndrome can really come to the fore. And something I've seen in my clients, in my research and my reading into imposter syndrome 
is that it's not always a steady state and it can be something which comes in peaks and troughs and depends very much on what else is going on in your life. And sometimes with imposter syndrome, it doesn't even have to be negative changes or negative events that can cause it to rear its ugly head. And I'll come on to that later. But what actually prompted me this week to think, yep, this is the week I need to go on the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast and talk solely about imposter syndrome is a fantastic meme that I saw. And I'm going to give credit where credit's due here because the original meme was published by the female lead and it was written by somebody called Natasha Viana, looks like a tweet. And she said she was looking for an app where you can transfer your imposter syndrome to people who shouldn't be in positions of power. So let me say that again. She wanted an app where you can transfer your imposter syndrome to people who shouldn't be in positions of power. Wow, right? I mean, that really spoke to me. And just to give a shout out to one of my lovely listeners, it was Katie Skelton of the Little Green Duck Pond on Instagram who brought this particular quote to my attention. But it blew me away because it really is so resonant for me right now when I see the fantastic, qualified, talented, humble, amazing clients that I work with and the struggles they have to believe in themselves, to create that space for themselves as awesome, empowered CEOs. And then I look to the right and the left of of everything that's going on and I see world leaders who are not leading right now. They're not being brave. They're not taking the right decisions. They're being sluggish. They're procrastinating. They're making things harder for the people in their country. And I thought, wow, if we could only transfer some of that negative power of imposter syndrome from my amazing clients, my peers, my colleagues, my friends who are out there doing fantastic work in the world and we could give it to some of those leaders who need a little self-doubt. They need to care a bit more and they need to reflect. So when I saw that quote from Natasha Viana, I just felt like this is the week, this is the sign that shows I need to talk about imposter syndrome. Now, like so many of the subjects that we talk about on this podcast, I can only ever really scratch the surface and imposter syndrome is absolutely one of those topics that I have so much more to say about and so many more tips and ideas to share with you. But I would say if this is an issue that particularly affects you, if you've been thinking about working with me for a while, then do click on the link in the show notes and connect with me, apply for a clarity call and mention in the space on the form that imposter syndrome is a real issue for you because I absolutely want to talk to you and hear how it's affecting you and work together to see how we can get rid of it, how we can push you on into that empowered CEO state. So without further ado, let's get digging into this topic because as I said, there's so much to talk about and I only have a limited amount of time on this podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about 
a brief overview of what imposter syndrome is, because I know that even though it's becoming more well known, it's getting a bit of traction, there are books and guides about imposter syndrome out there. But actually, it can be real news to people when they hear this described. And one of the most common responses is, I have that. Yeah, I feel that. That's me. So I'm not going to take it for granted that you know what imposter syndrome is. I'm going to talk about it and how it shows up. Next, I'm going to talk about how it specifically impacts female entrepreneurs and why it is my passion to get rid of imposter syndrome and make the world a better place. And I don't say that with any sense of grandiose or grandstanding. I say that as someone who truly believes that there are people out there in the world who allow imposter syndrome to stop them from doing the most amazing work and being the very, very best version of themselves. So I want to link it back to people like you, those female purpose-led entrepreneurs who have got something amazing to share with the world. Next, I'm going to talk about what lies beneath imposter syndrome in a bit more detail. So some of those underlying self-saboteurs. If you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know that no self-sabotaging behavior or thought pattern or process exists in a vacuum. There's so many other interlinking behaviors and things that we need to consider in terms of dealing with something like imposter syndrome. So I'll be talking about those causes and the things that lie beneath the imposter syndrome that you may be experiencing. And then finally, I want to give you some really actionable advice and tips to overcome this particular mindset issue and to get on with creating that fantastic impact and really showing up in the world as the accomplished, achieving, talented person that you are without the constraints of imposter syndrome nipping at your heels. So what is imposter syndrome and how does it show up? Well, it can come in the form of feeling unworthy, feeling not good enough, feeling filled with self-doubt and that you don't deserve to be in whatever position you are currently in. That often means a position at work or in business. It can sometimes mean in terms of your material uh, experiences, so having a lovely house or a nice car, you can feel undeserving of that or unworthy. And it can often come about as a sense that you're about to get caught out that someone is going to point at you and say, this person doesn't deserve to be here. They don't deserve a seat at this table. They're a wolf in sheep's clothing. Or worse, maybe they are just a sheep pretending to be a wolf, pretending to be something bigger and stronger and more fearless than they actually are inside. And this can be based on little to no evidence that suggests you are any kind of imposter in your own life or your own work. It can even be the opposite, you know? There might be so much evidence in your past, in your achievements, and in how you've shown up throughout every single part of your life that prove you are worthy of your place. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't make any difference to the way that you feel inside even if the evidence that shows the times when you might have made mistakes or you might not have come up to the standards that you've set for yourself are very hard to find. 
This is known as the psychological term confirmation bias. And that is simply when, as humans, we look for things which connect with the beliefs we already have. We search out evidence and proof that something we already think is true. And if you've spent years and decades kind of building that opinion about yourself, that you're in the wrong place, that you haven't done enough to be here, or that everyone else is more accomplished than you, then your brain is going to struggle to assimilate new contradictory information. It can be pretty entrenched. And as I've discussed before on this podcast, as humans, we do have this negative skew, this ability for our brains to search out those cues to warn us that things are not going well. And it's because of that, that imposter syndrome is so incredibly common. It can affect us all. It certainly affects women. It also does affect men and it can affect people from all demographics and in all roles. In the clients that I work with particularly, I noticed that it is really prevalent with those high achieving, highly dedicated, empathic leaders who care so much and want to do an amazing job. But Overall, it is there in all parts of our society. And even if it's a term that you're not familiar with, it was actually coined first in 1978. So it's been around as a perceived psychological phenomenon for 40 years, but it's not talked about. And I think that's one of the ways that imposter syndrome has managed to thrive, for want of a better word, because it's often a hidden secret. It's that feeling of being caught out or working hard to avoid detection, working hard to avoid anyone sensing that you might not have it all together or that you are putting on an act. And because it brings up all those feelings in us, it's something that people are feeling shame around or feeling vulnerable and they're pushing it down and not mentioning it. Now, I really think that is changing and certainly in the corner of the internet that I live on, which is very positive psychology loaded, I will give you, I hear talk of imposter syndrome increasing and I think that is only a positive thing because like so many of these mindset gremlins, when we name them and when we recognise them, we can also move away from them and we can stop giving them the power that they have over us. Now, I touched upon my own clients and people like you. And that brings me to the next section of the podcast, which is how does it impact purpose-led female entrepreneurs in particular? Why is imposter syndrome such an important, prevalent form of self-sabotage? And I touched on it previously, and I'll just say it again, It's because you care. It's because you are the kind of conscientious individual who has this dream, who has this business idea that brings joy to people. It helps people. It creates a lifestyle that works more harmoniously for yourself and your family. You're a deep thinker. You're someone who recognises the value of reflection, on learning, on development. These are all parts of what makes purpose-led entrepreneurs so special and so impactful and also more prone 
to dwelling on perhaps the failures, dwelling on things where they feel they're not quite ready. That sense of someone else has got this sorted out because they can analyse it and they can look at things in deep, deep detail. As I said at the beginning, when I talked about that potential magical app where we could transform the imposter syndrome that I see in my amazing clients and pop it into the likes of some of the leaders who need a bit of imposter syndrome, who need a bit of reflection. The reason that sounds so dreamy is because those are wonderful qualities. I am absolutely not telling you to stop caring, to stop being dedicated, to stop striving and working towards these amazing goals and doing the best part that you can in those. However, when imposter syndrome clicks in, it really is important to recognize it for what it is, to put it back in its box and to bring on the self-belief, bring on those feelings that you absolutely are the right person for the job because we really need more people like you in positions of power and influence. And Another area I think is really important for female entrepreneurs and why imposter syndrome can sometimes really start to rear its head at this point in your journey is because a lot of what you have to do as a female entrepreneur or a purpose-led business owner is put yourself out there. You have to be visible. You have to convince people or ask people for the sale. You have to advocate for your product or sometimes for the people that you are standing up for in whatever way. You have to be that front person and you have to be the one who can take the questions, can take the criticisms, can stand up and be counted. And so I think imposter syndrome can disproportionately affect us when we are on the entrepreneurship journey. And it can really feel quite confronting at times. It's a real piece of the self-development journey as an entrepreneur. And as I have said to many of my peers, there is nothing like running your own business to make you confront your own personal development because no one else is going to do it for you. So for you at this stage, when you're absolutely dedicated to making this business of yours a fantastic success it's also important that you take care of number one because without you being on your A-game, there is no business, there is no leadership, there is no fantastic potential and future for you. So it's really, really key to quash imposter syndrome. And before I give you the tips about how to do that, I want to just explain a little more about what it is that imposter syndrome interlinks with. What lies beneath that sense of feeling like you're going to get caught out or you're just trying to get away with it for one more day. And really so many of the typical self-sabotaging mindset gremlins are at play here. So Vulnerability is a huge one and a topic for another day, but we can feel really vulnerable when we are standing up and being that leader and being that person who is out there in the world, speaking up for what we believe is important and right. And also when we are trying to create something fantastic for ourselves, it can really encourage those feelings of sensitivity and vulnerability in us that we need to be able to work through. And of course, this is also linked to perfectionism. 
wanting to get things right all the time and that being first and foremost in our minds and avoiding failure at all costs. And as I've talked about in other episodes, the one about the need for 2021 to be about the year of failing for your business, and I'll put the link to that in the show notes because I cannot remember for the life of me what number that is. I talked about that negative impact of approaching your business only so that you don't fail. Because that is not a growth mindset approach. It's certainly not a progressive mindset approach in terms of pushing you forward and really being that open, vulnerable and brave leader who can really see fantastic things happening with their business. Another element that lies beneath imposter syndrome is the old culprit procrastination because often when we can't get started and we can't do the actions that we know we need to do to progress our business it's imposter syndrome that is lying underneath that it's because we feel like we're going to get found out or that we might get it wrong or that we don't know how to approach something that is absolutely within our ballpark but something holds us back and something makes us think we're going to create something or do something or take a step wrong here and the curtain is going to come down and it's going to become clear that the Wizard of Oz is just an old man. And so we really, really need to be aware of that link between procrastination and imposter syndrome. And the final thing I wanted to talk about today, and as I said, there is so much more about this topic, but in terms of what lies beneath it, I've got one more thing I wanted to say, and then I'll move on to how to overcome imposter syndrome. It is the fear of arrogance. And I think this is another whole topic for another day, but it really does come to the fore in terms of imposter syndrome. We don't want to state our case and show our skills and celebrate our awesomeness for fear of someone judging us as being arrogant, as being over the top, as being too big for our boots and too overly confident, if anything, that we have the answers, that we have the skills. And this is really pervasive for women leaders. It's why they often stay quieter, why they don't play bigger, because there is this deep rooted fear, especially in the UK, but I'm sure it is pervasive in other parts of the world as well of being that tall poppy and getting cut down to size because people say, no, 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 you're not as good as you think. And remembering that that voice that I just said, the one that said you're not so good, 99 times out of 100 is coming from within you, not from anywhere external. And even if it was, do you know what? I give you permission to ignore it. So that is another major area that lies beneath imposter syndrome. And I promise to do a podcast on the fear of arrogance in the coming weeks and months. So let's move on to that final section of today's podcast where I give you some hints and tips on how to overcome imposter syndrome so that you can create the most awesome impact so that you can be the leaders that show those people in power who have no sense of reflection how it is done. So first and foremost, I would say that you have already made strides in this area. You are listening to the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast, which shows me you are committed to making changes, which shows me you are ready to say goodbye to Mindset Gremlins. And just a reminder as well, 
all of the link in the show notes if you want to book on a call with me and take this to the next level. I am working with some amazing clients at the moment on these very issues and we are making fantastic progress and there are so many truth bomb moments in terms of what I am coaching them on and talking to them about and what they are realizing for themselves. So do remember that link is in the show notes. So that is great. Well done and congratulations on once again putting your mindset at the top of your priority list because really without mindset we are nothing as female entrepreneurs and as people we need that healthy mindset more than ever in crazy 2021. Another action that I think is really valuable is sharing and talking to your friends, your peers, your business besties, anyone who you can think of who might benefit from having a conversation around imposter syndrome. Feel free to send them the link to this episode if they haven't heard of the term before or they'd like to know more or tag them in one of my social media posts on Instagram or LinkedIn. It's so brilliant to open up to people about this. As I said earlier on, it's one of those topics which can be quite hidden and quite shame invoking and it really, really doesn't have to be that way. Thirdly, I would advise and encourage you to give yourself permission to throw away imposter syndrome, to recognise it's not protecting you and it's not beneficial to you and you can get rid of it. It isn't something that you need to hold on to to make sure that you don't get too big for your boots. And it isn't something that is going to help you at all in the long run. I think recognising that it's an issue is the first step. And secondly, seeing that it is unhelpful and just one of those mindset gremlins can also be a really, really good step forward in eradicating it from the vast majority of your thought processes and at least getting you to a situation where if you start to recognise it creeping in, you can bat it away or you have tools and techniques that can help you. Now, in terms of tools and techniques that can help you, my tool of choice is giving yourself credit for everything you have done to this point, everything that provides that positive evidence for you absolutely deserving your place at the table. So whether that's writing out a whole list of the fantastic achievements, big and small, that you've had in the last five years, 10 years, whole life, then that can be really, really valuable. Or whether it's processing all the praise that you receive. And when someone gives you a compliment, instead of batting it away, saying thank you, thank you very much for that and taking a moment to note it down or make a mental note that you're going to come back to that piece of praise later. You're going to share it with someone else. You're going to journal about it. Really taking on board praise and giving yourself that self-praise or credit is super valuable in the fight against imposter syndrome. Next, the other tool I would suggest using is letting go of perfectionism, moving away from that ideal that you have to get anything right first time or that, you know, perfection even exists. And when we move away from that, 
We don't have to feel like an imposter because we recognize that everyone is in the same boat, trying and experimenting and doing their best, reflecting, learning and growing. There isn't that scary feeling that we're on stage and we're about to lose all our clothes in front of the audience or forget our lines. You know, that's not going to happen. We're in a world where there are iterations, where things can be changed, where often, unless you are performing life-saving surgery, there's always time for a do-over. So letting go of perfectionism is super, super helpful in terms of getting rid of any feelings of being an imposter in your life and in your business. If you are new to the podcast, you'll find some great episodes to help you with defeating imposter syndrome, such as episode seven on taking imperfect action. And last week's episode, I believe episode 20, because there was also the episode 21, which was about the name change. So if you look at episode 20, you'll hear me talking about the importance of celebrating those wins each and every day, recognizing what it is that you are achieving and buoying up your sense of deserving whatever you have achieved. I have lots more I want to say on imposter syndrome and I will save that for a future podcast episode. So keep an eye on my social media. And if you want to also sign up for one of my free guides, which are also in the show notes, then that means that you will be on my email list and I can let you know when different episodes drop. It's been fantastic sharing this information and knowledge with you, which will help you in terms of defeating that mindset gremlin of imposter syndrome. And I really, really look forward to speaking to you at the same time next week for another episode of the Self Sabotage to Success podcast. Thank you very much. Remember, you're awesome. And we will speak again very soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.